He abode in Galilee, and when his brethren were gone up, then went he also up unto the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him, for some said, He is a good man, others said, Nay, but he deceiveth the people. Verse 13. Howbeit no man spake openly of him for the fear of the Jews. Now understand, the Jews have been wanting to kill Jesus since that he said that he, he was the bread of life. And go back a little bit further when he was talking to Nicodemus and things got a little different for him. But they wanted to kill him. They wanted to, that's what it says in verse number one, just by way of introduction. He says, after these things, Jesus walked in Galilee. For he would not walk in jewelry, and jewelry is the word Judea, is what that word right. means. Right. And so that he was, they were saying in this text that he wouldn't go to Judea because the Jews wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill him, and his time wasn't yet. His time wasn't yet, and uh, the Jews' feast at, of tabernacles was at hand. This was the time that they celebrated the feast of the tabernacles. And uh, let's pray, and then we'll jump right into the message here. Lord, I thank you for this morning. Lord, I pray that you'll use me this morning. Lord, I also ask that you would give me the words to say yes, yes, and the yes. ability to say. But Lord, I also ask this morning that there's Jesus one name in, Jesus. in here this morning that does not know you for sure. Oh, I pray, dear God, that they would know yes, Lord, today, yes, walk away yes. from here knowing that they would go to heaven. Yes. Lord, I also ask if there's a discouraged Christian in here this morning that they would oh, be encouraged. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that if there's those that are sick this morning, Jesus. could make it to church this morning, I pray that you'd be with them. Lord, I pray for those that are in the hospital this morning in our church. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them this morning. I pray that you would encourage them. I pray that your hand would be about our church and our family. We love you, Lord. We thank you for all that you've done. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So now, as we look at this text, you, uh, we ask ourselves the question, number one, as by way of introduction, they, number one, they sought to kill him. And uh, what an amazing thing that he lived a lot of his life, because we're looking at John chapter 7, he's, he is, his earthly ministry is going, it's, it's thriving, he's fed 5,000, he's walked on the water, he's, he's, he's done a lot of things, but still the Jews wanted to kill him. And the reason they wanted to kill him was because they would not believe that he was the Son of God. They wouldn't believe that he was the Messiah and was the chosen one. But if you look here in this verse, he says, Now his brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go to Judea, that thy disciples may see the works that thou doest. Now, no, so we see who, who is his brethren. I'm going to tell you who his brothers are. His brethren are his, are his brothers, are his half-brothers. This is his earthly yes. Mary and Joseph's yes. kids. Yes. Alright? So these are, this is James and Jude and Simon. These are his brothers. These are Jesus' half-brothers. But look down in verse number 5. The Bible says, For neither did his brethren believe in him. So Jesus' own brothers didn't even believe that Jesus was the Son of God. 
They did not believe that he was the Messiah. So as we look at this, you say, why? How in the world could his own brothers not even believe that he was the chosen son of God? You will find that later on in the scriptures, in Acts chapter 15, his brother James becomes an elder or an important person in the early church. So he did end up believing Jude, his other brother, wrote the book of Jude. So he was also a believer, but none of that took place until after the resurrection. Yeah. So his own brothers did not believe in Jesus until after he resurrected from the dead. In verse number three, you'll see that his brothers told him, why don't you just reveal yourself, show everybody your works. What they wanted him to do was to put on a show. They wanted him to do, they said, well, why don't you just put on a show so that everybody will know that you, they, that you are the son of God. Honestly, in my personal opinion, I feel like they were kind of like, hey, whatever, just put on a show and we'll sit here and watch and maybe we'll believe or maybe we won't. But ultimately, they did not believe. Right. They didn't believe in it. Now, how is it, you say, how is it that someone that grew up so close to Jesus did not believe in Jesus as being the true son of God? How is it possible that his own brothers, that he shared the same roof with, he worked with them day in and day out, and they saw that Jesus never, never did anything wrong. They saw that Jesus never lost his cool, and, and Jesus, uh, they couldn't, you know, growing up as a kid, I, I know, because I have an older brother and I have a younger sister, I know that there were times when I said, no, uh, she did it, or he did it. There wasn't ever a time when they, when they, someone forgot to take out the trash. It sure wasn't Jesus. And someone forgot to sweep the floor. It sure wasn't Jesus. And so they couldn't blame him because he had done nothing wrong. And he was always doing right. I don't know why they didn't believe. But they were his own brethren. And they didn't believe until after the resurrection. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. His own brothers. Yeah. His own brethren. How easy is it for the world or the devil to deceive us, to not believe that Jesus is the Son of God? That, and it is, it is true today. It happens today. Let, hey, let these men see your works. Go ahead and let these men see your works. But I want you to see the revealing, number one, as we make our way into the sermon, number one, the revealing for the submission of God. Look at verse number number four. Uh, he says, the, the brethren are saying, if thou do these things, show thyself to the world. He said, show yourself to the world. Jesus said in verse number six, his submission, watch what he says. Then Jesus said unto them, my time is not yet come. It is not my time to show the world. It is not my time to do that. His submission to who? His Father. Yes. His God's will. He said, look, it is not my time to do what I need to do yet. He said, and I must submit myself to the will of God. Now, we look at this and we say, oh, okay, well, 
God's will, but ultimately I look at myself and say, how important is it that I submit myself to the will of God? Yes. If Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was willing to submit himself to his Father, God the Father, why is it that we struggle so much submitting to God's will? Right. Is it God's will? I need to submit to God's will in my life. What's God's will? There's a lot of things that are God's will. And there's a lot of things we do that are not God's will. The will of God. What is God's will? Have you ever prayed? Said, God, show me your will. Show me what to do. Show me where to go. Show me where to go. Have we ever done that? Sought after God for his will? Is it not Jesus Christ? And I know we said this a couple weeks ago. Is it not that Jesus Christ was in the garden praying to his father? And he said, Father, he said, he said, not my will, but thine be done. Because his concern was not about doing what he wanted to do. And his concern was about doing the will of the Father. When he was about 12 years old, he was in the temple, and he was teaching and preaching, is what the Bible says. And there he was, and Mary and and Joseph were, what are you doing over here? And Jesus told them, he said, I must be about my father's business. Right. My father's business. And so, what is it so important? Oh, thank you. Thank you. What is it so important that uh, my handwritten notes and uh, but but what is so important of this is that we submit to God's will. You know what we like? We don't like anybody telling us what to do. That's right. I can handle being told what to do by a few people, but not by everybody, right? You you gonna tell me what to do? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But we need to submit to who? God. God is the one that we need to submit to. God is the one that we need to. And Jesus Christ said, He said, It is not yet, not, it's not my time yet. Right. It's not my time. It's not my time. So he was submission. He had submit, he was submitting to the will of God. He was submission. He had submission to the will of God. And verse number eight. And verse number 9, he tells him again, my time is not yet full come. And verse <clears throat> number 9, when he had said these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. Jesus said, it's not, it's not my time yet. It is not my time. But to him, the most important thing was to do was to follow the will of God. Number 1, we see the submission. Number 2, we see the sinfulness of of the world. Look at verse number seven. The Bible says, The world cannot hate you, but me it hated. Who does the world hate? God. Who does the world hate? God. Isn't that what it says here in verse number seven? He said, The world doesn't hate you, they hate me. He said, So when, when you live a godly life, the Bible says, Those that live godly shall suffer persecution, is what the Bible says. So when you live a godly life and the world persecutes you, they're not persecuting you. 
They're persecuting Christ. Yes. And so when God, God is saying this, that the sinfulness of the world is that, man, they want to despise Christ. They hate Christ. They hate the, 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 the image of Christ. And not only do they hate the image of Christ, but they hate the preaching of Christ. Right. They hated him. He said, look, yeah. he said, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. He said, they hate the preaching and the world hates preaching. And the world hates the, the Bible. And the and anything essential. This Bible is true. Whatever the world may say. Whatever the world yeah. may believe. This Bible is true. And we ought to stand and preach the word of God. And though the world may hate us, that's fine. But they're not hating you and me. They're hating God. That's right. Oh, and that's what he says. He said the sinfulness of this world... It's that they hate, they hate Christ. There is a lot of hatred towards Christ today. Yeah. There are a lot of things that can be done as long as it doesn't attach itself to the name Jesus. You can pray just not in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord. I've had that said. Yeah. At a meeting one time, I can't even remember what it was. They asked me to pray. They just don't pray in Jesus' name. I don't want to offend anybody. Because Jesus' name offends. Mm. Help us, Lord. Because there's hatred towards <coughs> that name. Mm -hmm. Why is it this world is so determined to take Jesus out of everything? It's because they hate God. Yeah. They hate Christ. We see the submission. We see the sinfulness. But number three, we see the search. Look what takes place in verse number 11. <clears throat> then the Jews sought at the feast and said, where is he? Who is he? Jesus. Jesus. They were looking for him. This search was not a search of, uh, hey, I need to find him so he can do a miracle. Hey, I need to find him no, so he no, can no. heal my disease. No. I need to find him so, as we, we talked about in Sunday school, he uh, raised Lazarus from the dead. No, they did not want to search for him for good. They wanted to search for him so they could kill him. Where is he so we can take him and kill him? Where is he? We want to get rid of him. Uh, they searched for Jesus. How how sad is it, though, that these people search for Jesus and they search hard and they search so much uh, that sometimes as Christians we don't search that hard. Right. Help us, Lord. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, yeah. right? Yeah. We need to search for the kingdom of God. <laughs> search for God. Search for the things of God. Was it saying, uh, seek me early. I, I know I'm quoting it wrong. In the book of in the book of Proverbs, it tells us in Psalms, it tells us to seek the Lord early. We need to submit. We see what does this reveal to us? It reveals the submission of, of Christ. It shows the sinfulness of the world. It shows us the, the search for Christ. And it also shows the suppression of Christ. Look in verse number 13. And how be it no man spake openly of him for fear of the Jews. You know what they wanted to do? They wanted to suppress yes. the truth. They wanted to keep the truth down. They were not allowed yes. to talk about Jesus. They were not allowed to talk about what Christ had done. They didn't want. 
to happen. They didn't want the good news to spread. They didn't want anybody to find out that Jesus was down the road uh, healing the blind and, and helping the lame to walk again. Why is it that they would want to suppress that kind of truth and suppress that kind of good news? I have no idea why in the world they want to suppress that kind of truth. Right. Suppress it. They wanted to keep it down. Don't tell anybody. Don't you dare open your mouth and tell anybody right, about Jesus. Right, right. The Jews made sure. Shut your mouth. Don't you talk about it. How true is it? Sometimes it's what the world wants us to do. That's right. Oh, help us, Lord. Don't talk about that in public. Mm -hmm. yep. right. That can't be talked about on the town square. Nope. That can't be talked about on public television. Right. Schools. That can't be talked about. You can't do it. They want to suppress the name of Jesus. Yes. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yea, they may suppress it now, but there will be a day when every person in this world will bow before Christ and say his name. And so it will not be suppressed anymore. And there won't be the suppression. No, don't talk about it. I want to talk about it from the rooftops and talk about it in the house. Talk about it to my neighbors. How good God's been. I don't want no suppression going on. When God answers a prayer, everybody ought to know what God has done for me. I will not suppress the name of Jesus Christ. And neither should you. If God has saved you, guess what you need to do? Tell it! Yeah. What does the Christmas song say? Go! Go tell it on the mountain Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born Hey! I've got to tell it everywhere I go! And I'm afraid sometimes we suppress that name. Amen. Yeah. You said, me? Yes, because we won't talk about it. I'm afraid to talk to my neighbor. I don't know what they'll say to me. Right. I'm afraid to talk to that person at, at work. Man, I don't know what they'll say to me. What can they say? What will they say? Right. I don't know what they'll say. But I can't suppress the name. Amen. <coughs> Keep it down. No one will find out. Here we are, 2,000 later, 2,000 years later. Somebody found out about it. Amen. Amen. Because those 12 disciples that walked with Jesus, though one was a traitor and one and one denied him, and one was a doubter. Hey, there might have been those that were with Christ that did those things. But ultimately, we have the gospel for today because those 11 men, went after the resurrection, didn't stop and never suppressed the name of Jesus Christ. You realize, you realize this, and I've said this before, but if somebody commits a crime and there's a group of people, you know what happens after they're in the, in the room with the detective right, for hours on end? Guess what happens? Somebody begins to roll. Right. Somebody begins to talk. No, it's not true. It's, it's this guy. Listen, those 11 disciples 
A lot of them got killed for the name of Jesus Christ. A lot of them were martyred. Right. Amen. Yeah. And not a one of them recanted their story that Jesus right. rose from the dead. That's right. Not a one of them. Praise the Lord. That's you right. tell me why. Because it was real. Yeah. Right. That's right. Because it was true. That's right. You say why? Why is that so important? We can't suppress the name of Jesus. No. We need to tell it everywhere we go. Amen. If Christ has saved you, why wouldn't you want to tell? Amen. Why wouldn't you want to tell what God's done for you? Right. Everybody in this room, if you've ever had an answered prayer, if you've ever had God move in your life, guess what you can do? You can tell that. That's right. Let me tell you what God's done for me. Let me tell you what he's doing for me. Right. I know that 2020 may not have been the year that I planned, huh? Right. may not have been the year you planned either. Right. But we can look back at what God has done for us. And God has been good. Amen. And God has answered prayer. Yes. And God has done things for us. And we can be thankful for this this week as we come upon Thanksgiving. A lot of people take the whole month of November and make it a thankful month and they... Make sure that they say something that they're thankful for every day. But this week, Thanksgiving is a time that we all need to reflect and say, I'm thankful for. What am I, what can I be thankful for? What can you be thankful for? Hallelujah. Hmm? For all he's done. Yes. You could go, everybody in this room, you can have a list of things you're thankful for. I really believe that. Well, this is our chance. You say, what do you mean? Don't suppress his name. This is a chance to thank God for what he's done in your life. Yes. Yeah. Everything is not always sunshine and roses. Right? Right. Everything's not mountaintops. We might be in the valley. But we can look back to the things where God has done and the blessings he has given to us and be thankful for that. Right. And if you've ever went through a tough time and God's brought you through, guess what you can say? God brought me through this really rough time that I'm right. right. Jesus said, hey, you said, ah, it's not my time. He submitted he submitted. We see the sinfulness of the world. We see the suppression of his name. May we not suppress his name at this time of the year when we have a chance to thank God for what he's done. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I pray, dear Lord, that you use me in spite of me. Yes, hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for every person that is here this morning. Lord, I pray that each and every one of us would look inward and ask ourselves, are we suppressing his name because we're not thankful for what he's done? Are we suppressing his name when we won't talk about him at family gatherings? Lord, I pray that you would work in each and every heart that's here. Lord, I pray that we would be submissive to the will of God. 
We love you and we thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let me ask you a couple simple questions this morning. You say, Brother Trenton, I'm sitting here this morning and I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt.